Welcome to the Guardians of the Spectrum podcast. In this episode, we talk about how we can modify and apply strategies learned from a recent class I took through our school district. The class was put on by Elevated Achievement Group. They're a company that focuses on helping students take ownership of their learning. Hope you enjoy. I went to this class today. Um, it was it's it's supposed to be a class that is spread over um, five or six sessions. Um, I think six uh, six sessions. I and believe. They're weekly. Um, it's two this week, and then one in like two weeks, and oh. then another one. Uh, then you get the last two or something like that, the, the following week. So you know, it's it's supposed to give you strategies about how to better your kid's ability to learn and just understand. Uh, the idea is like, there. Uh, it just made me think of something. I think you. I think I've heard you say this uh, often. Growth mindset. Yes. Yes. It's really important. Mm-hmm. So um, you know. Do you think uh, people know what that is? I you know I don't really think people know what that is. Uh, even in the edu- like yeah. in the education world, she talked about how in the uh, you know at, at our school district there. Um, they're pushing these kind of ideas in the classroom already, Great. but it still kind of felt like this was still new to the group, you know? Yeah. Well, cause I think so. people don't really know that. Like yeah. I learned it through school and through working with kids, but yeah. there's like two rule, like, um, like pools of thought, which is like a fixed mindset, which is you're born with what you're born with. You're good at what you're good at. Yeah. End of story. And then the growth mindset, which is there's more research coming out that shows this is actually a little bit more accurate at least when it comes to learning a skill is that yeah you might be born with things that you're more attracted to or you know things that may come a little bit easier but you're not fixed in like a a skill or a strategy like you can get better at guitar if you practice right over and over and over again you can get better at social interactions if you practice and have that that mindset going in so yeah there's like that two there's two pools of thought there they they kind of brought up some sort of thing like that, some version of that, that, like, they said that some kids can just learn some things and some kids can't, like, you know, that we're not, we're not like that anymore, that it's more mm-hmm. of, like, you know, just putting in the time and effort and that, you know, everyone should yeah. have their fair shot at it. And something I mean, we talk a lot about is, like, meeting your kids where they're at, right? Yeah. So it's, like, that same idea is, you know, one thing may work for our youngest son, but it may not work the same for our oldest son. He's going to learn differently. And so I love this idea of owning your learning. It's like how you learn, not necessarily what you learn, which is really cool. I've never really like thought of it that way, I guess. But, you know, through our time with ABA and I guess, you know, stuff like this, you know, we've kind of been, at least I've been taught strategies to help kids slowly develop or help our kids slowly develop their... Yeah, both of us, especially with the autism diagnosis, we both were like, how do we even navigate this? space when they're not learning it like typical kids do by just watching us live life yeah that was seriously. a big a big change for both of us yeah i know one thing that they had uh i guess like they brought up like as a strategy to encourage this growth mindset and get kids like act- actively thinking is um questions so they like gave yeah. us like a big old list of questions and today i'm gonna like the plan is to film some sort of video And what's the company again that's giving the training? Because it's not the school district, right? Yeah, the company is Elevated Achievement Group. Ooh, yeah, we'll do some more research on them too. I've never heard of them. It seems like they put on like a, you know, good program like that. She was just very engaging with everyone and, you know, she was active with our conversation. She would ask us 
you know, to have conversations with each other and she would take part in it. So, yeah. you know, it seemed like they had a good program. She you, like she knew working, what she was talking about. Are you working out of like a workbook? <laughs> so they gave us a workbook and uh, this is all the stuff that we'll be going through during our six classes. Nice. And, you know, the plan is to uh, pull out information. Share with and, all of uh, you. Share with with others like we're doing so right now. Yeah, and for me too, because I because of my job, I'm not able to go to those during the day sessions. So it's yeah. helping me too. You know, I'm also just curious about like I'm curious about your you know just your take on it because you are obviously in in the world. Yeah, and, uh, I work you with were, middle school. So. You were uh, you know we'll we'll chat about this later, um, but uh, you were with another you're with a parent right now while I was at this class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what kind of questions? You said they gave you like a list of them? Oh, yeah. Like in what context? I guess the assignment, uh, the assignment from the instructor, mm-hmm. the person who was putting on this, uh, this little professional development, <laughs> this development thing. Yeah, it is. For, yeah. for families, yeah. Yeah, well. Parent education uh, class. Yeah, I say professional development too because there was a lot of staff there. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. So like it half, wasn't just parents. There was literally four parents in there. And, like, most of it was was staff. That's fascinating. So, That's really cool. And what a creative way to, like, bring parents and teachers and staff into a space together. Like, yeah. that's really cool. But it is kind of makes me wonder why there weren't more parents. Yeah, there. I was definitely happy that it was, it felt like there was a lot of, like, I don't know, yeah, staff involvement from all over the, like, all the different schools in the district. So mm-hmm. Very cool. But yeah, there was only like four parents, but some of these uh, questions were like, uh, you know, we'll ask them at the dinner table today, have them reread the directions. That's definitely not a question. Nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One sec. Aha! All right. A question would go like, what are you learning? And you're listening for, am I learning about content and skill? What does that mean? So, Can you explain yeah, that, Teach? Yeah, so Please. what I think is, so you know how when we ask the kids, we don't just ask them, how's your day, yeah. right? That could be a very one, it was good, which is something that we used to celebrate because our kids didn't have language. But we're now in third grade and first grade, and so what, What at least when I would ask that question, because we asked, like, what was one thing you learned today? That's something we ask. We're looking to hear, I learned about fractions today. Yeah. Or I learned about how to add 10 plus 10, or I learned, or I read a book, right, about a rabbit and a turtle or something, like, so that it's content specific. Mm -hmm. Um, Skill would be, I learned how to write a paragraph today, Mm -hmm. right, like, as they're getting older, but we're, that's, at least in our house, getting more than it was fun, or I learned Yeah, that's like where, that's that's (laughs) where we're at. Oh, yeah, I wanted to bring up something that they brought up uh, during this class. It was about scripting, because this is it's like scripting, mm-hmm. right? So that's, we um, lived our whole life in scripting. Yes, and that's, uh, yeah. that's one thing, of course, we use uh, trying to get the boys to uh, to talk. Yeah. You know, and uh, just get out of the echolalia or even just say stuff, because that's, right. where, that's where we were at at one point. Right. Um, but, yeah, so this is kind of like a level two of scripting, but mm-hmm. um, we're it's still engaging the mind, you know? Yeah. It's still getting those those wheels turning. But uh, this is just more more critical thinking, so they can understand what they're what they're learning, and that's supposed to empower them. That's great. You know, that's like what that's what I feel because I know in my personal life, personal experience in education, I have felt helpless and felt lost and felt like too embarrassed to ask a question, too scared to like uh, admit where my faults are. Right. And uh, that has just you know that that 
I feel, I mean, that's held me back. And I don't want that to hold back our kids right. in life, you know. I want them to feel comfortable with uh, knowing where they struggle Mm -hmm. and knowing where they can go find help. I think some Uh, people may not know this, though. It's like our goal for our kids is to run their own IEP meeting. Yeah. That's a goal. And this is like a pathway to that. So, like, for those who don't know, an IEP is an individualized education plan, and it's something our kids have had since they entered school because of their autism. And in those meetings, you talk about goals that you want your kids to achieve. They can be social goals. They can be educational goals. Um, but eventually we would love for our boys, just like you said, is like, we want our boys to know what they're really good at, what areas they need help in and how to ask for that help. And that's essentially what an IEP is. It's a document that has all of that written down. Definitely. Definitely. And there was, there was a lot of validation, uh, in going to this because we're doing that. We're trying, Mm -hmm. I actually brought that up to one of the, one of the parents that was sitting with us. Uh, at the table. The I was chatting with parents about it. Yeah, I was chatting yeah. with a parent about, um, just about uh, that, like, um, we want our kids to run their own IEP, you know, and it's that we want them to just be aware of where they're at, where they're struggling, mm-hmm. and um, just be able to voice that, especially in that space. You know, we want them to voice it outside of that space, but we want them to be able to talk about that especially there because that's where we're making the plan to right. get them where where they should be where they'd like to be you know yeah. where we feel they can be but yeah so another question uh if you want to hear a few more how will reading this text help you learn it uh what we're listening for is reading this text will help me learn because yeah those language yeah. the language patterns are something that we have done a lot as well it's like a giving them a start or like a fill in the blank or... Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's great. And yeah, the idea would be to not ask uh, questions that uh, are going to be like a yes or no type of thing. Right. You want to get ask questions that are going to bring out some sort of response, a conversation, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and at least, and that's how I'm going to try to spin it today. And, you know, we do, we've, we've done this, this type of thing yeah. already, you know. Yeah. Um, we don't necessarily do it as often as we should. Uh, the idea, I guess, would be to try to build it into our day, you know? I think something that I'm taking away from that idea is, like, asking what and how questions. Yeah. Like, yeah. what did you learn today? Yeah. How did you practice that today? Not just how was your day. Yeah, totally. that's an easy, that's totally. a go-to. I, I've heard that all growing up, too, and I think we've said it as well. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, just getting, like, really into learning and making it live is so hard, though. Yeah, it is. It is, and you know, I mean, I, we're all in this like ADD type of life where, like, you know, everything is just so fast moving. You know, we're like looking, even you know, scenes in movies are just like so quick, and like Instagram is just and TikTok, it's all just fast, fast moving. You know, yeah. um, little s- snippets to keep your attention. Um, <laughs> this is me getting on a soapbox, but I think like <laughs> education. I was just talking to a parent about this today, like. The classrooms, the way kids are taught in the majority of where we live in, in the country is sitting in a desk facing forward. We've been doing that since yeah. the 19, early 1900s when classrooms yeah. first existed. Like, we should be changing and meeting the needs of our kids yeah. to meet the societal pace, right? Yeah. Like, if, if things are being chunked in 15 to 30 second videos, how are we embedding that strategy in a classroom? Yeah. 
How are and, we embedding those strategies with our kids? And you know kids are picking stuff up whenever they're watching. Everyone's picking stuff up Absolutely. when they're watching. That's how we, that's how we live. You and, know, so. and if you yes. really think about it, this is me again going down a rabbit hole. Yeah. If you really think about it, you've got your your fifth, sixth, and graders and beyond yeah. creating content that is capturing attention in 15 to 30 second increments and so what that means is they know what the critical information is. They yeah. know what they need to include. They can't be wordy. They can't be breathy. It's very cut and dried specific. So it's like, okay, they have critical thinking skills. They're able to just determine what's engaging, what's entertaining, and what needs to be included in that 15 seconds. So how do we leverage that at home? Like, oh, let's make a 15 second video about what you learned today and go. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Just approaching it differently there's a lot of different ways that technology can be mm-hmm. incorporated into learning it has to be incorporated yeah. into learning i feel yeah. like now because i mean as much as i try to disconnect still you know it's still an active part of my life you know mm-hmm. and we're trying to do types types of things like that in in our school district and also uh here with you <laughs> guardians of the spectrum <laughs> what else did you like take away from that you were there for a long time yeah i mean Basically, that's kind of like what we what we had focused on, just like asking questions and like the importance of of asking questions and like um, you know just what to, the kind of things that that brings to the table and does for does for your child. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of that's that's kind of like <laughs> where that is. Tomorrow we're going to we're supposed to test it today, and tomorrow we're gonna oh, you're recap. Going back tomorrow. Yeah, it's okay. a so tomorrow I'll be back. Um, at the same time, and uh, you know we're 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 gonna be testing it uh, cool. tonight and just showing our results, talking about them. I legit I'm, I want to film it, so nice. <laughs> we'll see. Nice. We'll I have the camera just sitting out there, anyways. Typically, yeah. like so. Okay, well, that's exciting. Uh, anything you're like, I guess I, for me, I'm thinking of the ones of our kids because right? yeah. they have autism, speech delays, and all the things, and so yeah. I'm thinking like, okay. Cool. It's about time that we start approaching how we interact with our kids in general, even typical kids. Yeah. And then for our kids, I think it gives parents. It makes me sad that there were only four people there, four parents, because yeah. it, it it seems like it's a way to kind of actually make our job a little easier. Yeah. Right. Well, the a lot of those uh, a lot of that staff does have kids in in the school district. So, but it felt like there should have been more. Right, more right. like community, you know, involvement. Mm-hmm. So, uh, w- but again, we're also working on that too. You know, agreed. Yeah. Um. Uh. And we'll 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 get there. Hopefully. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully sooner. So it seems like so. We'll we'll keep you know updating you with all yeah. of the things that Andrew learns. But I think some things to take away from this particular episode is like. Even if your kid is nonverbal, even if we're not, like, having full conversations with our kids yet, just the way we ask a question and the way we approach it and yeah. the support we give our, our kid to respond can make all the difference. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Even if it's with sign language, even if it's with images or, like, a, a communication board, you know, the type of questions we ask can be really important. Yeah, it's about communicating with your kids and just helping them understand uh, where they're at and owning where they're at. Right. And how they want to move forward. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find more info about autism, links to all our social media accounts, as well as more of our podcasts at 
guardiansofthespectrum.org. We'll see you next time.